Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000 speaking. I'd like to see Mac Driver come at me with a paper clip. Don't make me deactivate a bitch. Have a nice flight. My name is Bart Fargo. With me, as always, is my sidekick, Joe Party. How are you doing today, honey? <laughs> Yeehaw. Um, doing great. How are you? I'm not on drugs anymore. Yeah. So my lack of coherence is all me. Nothing to blame it on now. <laughs> not even this fantastic show. Not even this fantastic show. I am shocked by the dearth of notes I took during this I didn't take show. any. <laughs> I had too much fun watching it. <laughs> it was remarkably okay. It was a lot of fun. Now, will I watch more? No. No. Once was enough. I would, um, oh, we're kind of skipping to the end of this whole yeah. thing. But, like, yeah, I would put it on, if I had, like, nothing else to watch. But I'm telling you, everybody needs to watch it. Oh, absolutely. You have to watch it at least once. Absolutely. In case you're wondering, we watched MacGyver. The original. Otherwise known as... Son of the Giver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, yeah, I um, I I was pleasantly surprised by it. Like, what I was gonna say is like, if you have like nothing else that you're like, you you have one of those days where it's like, I don't know what to watch. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is, you'll be fine. It'll put you in a good mood. Yeah, absolutely. I know it made me laugh like really hard. Uh, <laughs> did you, do you want to give us a, a show synopsis for it? Yeah, the adventures of a secret agent. Oh, I know. I was okay. very. Armed with almost infinite scientific resourcefulness. Infinite scientific resourcefulness. Yeah, I, I we we were talking about it during the show, and we were like, we didn't is he know, a freelance spy? Like, is he a freelance spy? As he's like, well, like professional problem solver. Yeah, I didn't like, really understand the stakes. Yes. No. I, yeah. Like that was my. I didn't understand the purpose or the point. I think that was my biggest issue with the show. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like you said. To its credit, it throws you into the action. Yeah. It doesn't slow down to tell you really what's going no. on or explain anything no. about the Giver. Yeah. But like, which is great, but at the same time, you're it like, gives you nothing to hold on what's to. What's he doing here? Yeah, you, I don't really know who he is, why he's doing. Yeah, the thing. I don't understand his drives, his motivations. <laughs> I don't really, I don't know who he is, exactly. what his purpose is. Well, in this episode's purpose, it was an undergrad. <laughs> Undergrad. An undergrad, <laughs> an undergrad lab. Kill those bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Not in a good way. Oh, boy. I think I'm coming down with something. An underground lab is destroyed by a mysterious explosion. MacGyver is sent in to rescue the trapped scientist and stop a deadly chemical leak. It's impossible to say that word without MacGyver. Saying, MacGyver. <laughs> I watch too much Simpsons. <laughs> um, MacGyver was starring Richard Dean Anderson as 
McGaver. McGaver. Uh, I, I didn't, I, you know, and I realized halfway through this, I had thought I had done my whole outline mm-hmm. uh, for this, and I did not. <gasps> I know, like, it was like, uh, it was around the time I was like, what, what did that, ha- what happened right there? Right. But he was in, like, Stargate, I think. Okay, yeah. Like, the TV show Stargate, so we should watch that, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what else Richard Dean Anderson is in, uh, but the show was released the 29th of September, 1985, just a few weeks after Golden Girls, apparently, because I used that same outline for Wow, this. okay. Uh, the number one song was Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Yeah. And I guess Back to the Future was toppled at the top of the box office for Invasion USA with what? Chuck Norris. <laughs> hey, isn't that a movie uh, against yes. commies? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. We don't we don't do that anymore though. Yeah, we we are not uh, against commies we're anymore. We're not we're not against Russia apparently. Apparently, apparently thirty percent of America is like, like woohoo, go red. Did you wait? Should we get into politics? No. Okay. <laughs> go Ukraine. <laughs> like tell the sunflower seed story. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, if you may have been seeing it, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story, but apparently this woman went up to a, a Russian soldier in Ukraine. And basically ask him to stuff his pockets with sunflowers, which are the sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds, which sunflowers are the national flower, flower of Ukraine. And she basically said, "So when you die, the flowers can grow from your corpse." <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that awesome. is the coolest thing I have ever heard in my life. It's awesome. Go Ukraine. We support you one thousand percent. What were your predictions for MacGyver? I. I oh, I didn't have any predictions because right. I grew up watching this. Oh, you watched? You've watched it before. Oh, all of it. Oh, I was oh. a huge MacGyver fan. Oh my! I I've never seen it uh. before. All I knew of it were like the this was this was big. see, and I was about to say who didn't watch this growing up? Me, and you apparently. <laughs> I did not watch this. Wow. Um, I don't even know what I watched when I was a kid. I don't know. But... Nothing cool if you didn't watch <laughs> MacGyver. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> but um, my prediction was okay. I didn't write down a prediction, but like as I was thinking about it, it was always like that joke of like he's gonna make a bomb out of chewing gum yeah. and a paperclip. Little did I know they make that joke in the first episode yeah. of the show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, now all y'all are just lazy. You didn't yeah. even come up with your own fucking joke. Nope. Yeah, I always thought it was like just like a kind of dismissive, like yeah, he's gonna do that. Blah, yeah. blah. And I'm like, oh no, they've already called that out, mm-hmm. man. So whatever. But yeah, that's basically what it was. I didn't know, I still didn't really know until we read the IMDb synopsis that he was a secret agent. Yeah, I didn't really know. I knew he worked for the government, but I didn't know in what capacity or why. Like, we get a little bit more. Or what his point is. We get a little bit more from him than we did Michael Knight. Yeah, yeah, this is true. But, like, not much more. We just, we know he is affiliated with the government. I think earlier 80s shows like to assume you know what's you are, happening. You just, you just assume that, the, yeah, they're with the government. Yeah, they're, they're, with, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> they're like the MIB. They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Do we think the MIB are okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Creepy men in black, they just appear and wipe your brains. Yeah, so, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to piss off the men in black. <laughs> That's the one thing I'm not gonna do. They're doing a fine. They're doing a great job of doing what? I don't remember. Which is doing their job. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, so basically, uh, I thought it would be fun for this episode for our facts section to mm-hmm. actually like troubleshoot to 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 oh, God. examine some of the methods he uses in the show and to see if they actually work. So I right. got a few 
Uh, one one of the big ones was actually used in the show. Yeah. Which is chocolate as a way of sealing acid. Because mm-hmm. the glucose and the, what was the it? The sucrose and lactose. The sucrose and lactose, mm-hmm. like the acid, like bonds with it somehow. Yeah, and so it forms a sticky paste for a little bit. So yeah. it's a nice temporary fix. Yeah, so it, yeah, and I think that's MacGyver in a nutshell. Yeah, a that temporary is. fix. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you need something to watch when you can't mm-hmm. decide on something, MacGyver, temporary fix. Temporary fix, <laughs> exactly. MacGyver does a lot of temporary fixes, and that's really all you need in those kinds of situations. You don't need anything permanent. Right, right. It's sort of like... Um, all of those old appliances that mm-hmm. you kind of inherit from your grandparents where it's like, how does this thing work? Yeah. And it's just held together with like a paper clip yeah. and shit. And yeah. you're like, how does this even fucking work? Yeah, because your, your granddad. Your grandparents like, would always just kind of like hack shit together in order to make it work. MacGyver it. Like, MacGyver, MacGyver it, literally. Ma- MacGyver has yeah. become a verb yeah. in our lexicon at this point. Like, like I remember decades ago when my grandpa died, we ended up getting his washer and dryer. And my uh-huh. mom was like, how does this work? <laughs> so one of the first ones uh oh and the chocolate one was confirmed actually on mythbusters by the way Uh so so you got that if you ever have like a radiator leak if you're in an emergency you have a radiator leak say you're Driving through the desert after mm. going to the grocery store, which you would be the only stumble situa- upon a nuclear reactor. <laughs> <laughs> which would be the only way I think this would actually work for someone. But if you have like uh, in one episode, MacGyver is in a jeep and his radiator springs a leak. Mm-hmm. A good temporary solution to at least get you to somewhere is if you have an egg and you 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 scramble the egg and like whatever you got to scramble an okay. egg. Hopefully you have a bowl on you and a whisk. Oh, a radiator. Yeah, a radiator. Okay. I thought you said a radiation leak. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 radiator. Radiator. Got it. Okay, got it. <laughs> My nuclear power Jeep. <laughs> and what you can do is you can mix up the eggs, particularly the egg whites, I guess, because they're okay. more um, viscous. Fluffy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And you pour it into the radiator. Uh-huh. The heat from the engine kind of cooks the eggs. Right. And it will patch the leak of the radiator. Oh. Enough that temporary. you can... Temporary. Yeah. Again, temporary, just to get you to like yeah. wherever you need to get to. So, nice. Again... We're here to help you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is something um, you know that mm-hmm. might get you out of a jam someday. Such as if you are ever in a walk-in freezer and get locked in, as oh, happens God. so often. You know that is a fear of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, MacGyver's got the solution for you. Excellent. If you can get like a length of metal, mm. some ice, but you're in a freezer, so hopefully. Okay, it's maybe ice. there's an ice pick, so that's the length of metal, yeah. Yeah. Ho- well, yeah. Hopefully, maybe. Or like a meat hook. If well, you're like, in it, if you're in a walk-in freezer, there's probably huge meat hooks everywhere, right? It depends on what what you got, but like maybe like shelves and stuff, like metal shelves. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what you need is just something. You need the ice, and then you need the light bulb because there's always a light in there. In a is freezer. there? Usually. Well, a huge walk-in freezer, you would think. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna just look in the dark. <laughs> so basically, what you would do is you take the ice mm-hmm. and you use the light bulb as a heat source so you okay. hold the ice up to the, to the light bulb so it melts okay and then you use like the metal or whatever you have really like it's a slide okay to take the water to drip down the the length of whatever you have mm-hmm. into the lock okay and then you wait for it to refreeze and then when the then water, shatters when it expands mm-hmm. it opens the lock and you can just walk right out Interesting. So good to know. Good, good, there you go. That's good one to know. Fear. Now we can escape a lock and walk-in freezer. Exactly. And nice. you, said, you said it was a fear. So now it I, is. I just got you so out. So now of it. I'm not scared because I know how to get out now. And I got another thing for you that might. The this, more you know. This one is actually. <laughs> I I find this one to be 
almost the most practical okay. in a kind of cynical way. Hmm. Here's how you make homemade pepper spray. Ooh. Right? Bunch what? of water, cayenne pepper. Spray it in their damn faces. Basic, basically, that's what it is. Yeah. If you get some chili powder or flakes or mm-hmm. cayenne pepper, and you can put it in like a Tupperware. Okay. And then you pour in some rubbing alcohol or vinegar mm. on the pepper. You stir it oh, up. Oh, you're going to make it sticky. Yeah, you make it sticky so it sprays in their face. Yikes. Stuck, sticks there. Okay. And then you, co- you put enough like uh, of that vinegar or mm. alcohol in it to like just cover maybe like an inch or so over the pepper. Okay. Then you mix it together with a spoon. And if you have the time, you want it to sit for a bit. But if you don't, I mean, obviously, you might not have the time. Then you put in a little bit more cooking oil. Mm. And then you get a sieve and you filter out all the round the bits. The hard bits so that it but doesn't clog your sprayer. It doesn't yeah. clog. Exactly. I, I was like, I wondered why. They, and that's what they said. So it doesn't. And then you just get like, if you get one of those like um, little hairspray things. Yeah. Like the travel hairspray Oh, there's thing, tons of them around. Yeah. You pour the liquid in there and then Bob's your uncle. You got yourself some, nice. some pepper spray. So. In a little tiny uh, hairspray bottle. So no, nobody no. knows yeah, you're carrying knows. a so deadly weapon. You can just be like, I just need to spray my hair. <laughs> you can bring it on an airplane. Oh, God. We just gave people bad ideas. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you edit that? No. No. But, I'm yeah. sure they check hairspray. But that, those are a few things that he did actually on the show that actually do work in real life. Cool. And there was like some other ones, too, that are pretty cool, but... I didn't know how to explain them well enough okay. to, 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 to do it. But so there's a quick, some, some quick facts on MacGyver. Nice. Oh, and did we want to talk about Space Force or do you want to get right into MacGyver? Oh, no, we can talk about Space Force. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I there's, love not, it. there's not really much to I say I mean, I love the it. first season and I, I like the second. Yeah. And I do hope they get a third season. I do too. Because definitely left it it's with a... It's a fun show. I think it's really cute. That's, that's all I really want to that's say it. about it. Yeah. It. If you get a chance, watch yeah. Space Force before MacGyver, but yeah, you know. Yeah. It's a cute show. It's a cute show. I think John Malkovich is Oh my God. He's it. glorious. He's like he the, is glorious the in that show. best part of the show. Yeah. And I'm not a big Steve Carell fan either. I right. think we were talking about the Yeah, me either. And, and um, yeah, I think he's really good in He's it, good too. in this, too, yeah. But, okay, sorry. <clears throat> Let's get back to Son of Guyver. Son of Guyver. What does the, Guyver mean? Guile? Maybe it means guile. And I also found that the show was produced by the Fonz. Yeah. Henry Winkler. <laughs> he had his hands in a lot of things. Yeah. Because that dude was actually really talented. He's, he always still is. Ah, but, yeah. I mean, like, I think... He got so um, overexposed as the yeah. Fonz, he could no longer like act for yeah. a while. He couldn't act for a while, I think, because yeah, it was so. too too typecast. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't know he did. Mag- I'm like, wow, that's a really successful Pretty TV awesome. show that went on for seven seasons. <laughs> we start off in in Asia, in Asia, where you see Chimney Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, actually, the Grand Canyon, where the rest of the show is filmed. <laughs> Um, and it starts off with uh, the Giver, you know, free climbing of yeah. the steep. What were the, what were the. Uh, an airplane had crashed on the top of one of these uh, cliffs. Okay, so uh, the militants. Mesas. They had it crashed on one of the top of these mesas. In, in the Grand Canyon. In the Grand Canyon. In Asia. In Asia. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so they had stolen a live rocket 
okay. from the U.S. Okay. And that's because that plane that had crashed, and that's why it was in that tent. So I wasn't sure what they were doing So he was the... there to defuse it and take out the important electronic bits so that uh, it couldn't be stolen as stolen technology. Gotcha. 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 Because I was, like, wondering. They it had, took me a while. They but had, like, this, this missile just in a tent. I'm MacGyver, like... what I do like some uh, about the show, some of it, is... Mm-hmm. You do have to actually kind of piece some things together yourself. He doesn't. He doesn't spoon feed. He doesn't spoon feed it, which is weird because, like in Uh, in most modern shows, we're spoon fed so much our brains don't have to work at all. But in this, I had to be like, "Oh, I see the USAF sign. Oh, this is a downed plane. Oh, this China stealing our technology. Gotcha. Okay. We don't know if it was China. It was Asia. It was Asia. Okay, <laughs> we don't know. Wherever Central Asia is located. <laughs> yes, in Arizona. In Arizona. You well, you know, you're right about that, because this whole time he's just doing a vo- voiceover about a horse. About him stealing a horse. Yeah. And I didn't realize, like, MacGyver was so country. Uh, old Man McGinney. Old Man McGinney. And, and then, like, even the even the uh, subtitles when he says another came yeah. out as... Another? Apostrophe, apostrophe another. another. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't realize you so red. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's not really talking to you about crashed airplanes mm-hmm. or anything. He's, no. he's giving you a metaphor. Yeah, of uh, exactly what he's doing. Exactly. Taking down the, the guard dogs. And... Yeah. He's like, I had to get past this guard dog. Okay. His story is his neighbor, Old Man McGinney. Old Man McGinney. Had a Palomino horse. Yeah, that he wanted to ride. That he wanted to ride. So he snuck on the McGinney's... <laughs> It almost sounds like a slur when I say I know. McGinney. <laughs> Old man McGinney. Uh, McGinney's property, and he had to get past the meanest guard There's dog There's a lot the of Scots living in and, his and, area. Apparently, where's he living? <laughs> and so, like, he gets to the part, like, I gotta get past the dog. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, chokes out or something. What does he do to the guy, the, the soldier? Uh, I think he chokes him out. He chokes out the guy, and then he says in his voiceover, he's like, they down goes the dog. Or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, did you kill that dog, bro? Yeah. Just to ride a horse? We <laughs> gave her serial killer. It's crazy. <laughs> and so he takes the guy, he chokes out, um, which also sounds kind of gross. <laughs> um, Puts on the guy's uh, hat and jacket only. Only. So he walks through this camp, broad daylight, wearing just the hat and coat of the soldier. His blonde mullet his jeans flowing on in the wind. Full, full look. Yeah. His acid-washed jeans <laughs> and his bright blue boots. <laughs> his climbing boots. His bright blue climbing boots. And his blonde uh, mullet, mullet gloriously <laughs> blowing in the wind. And he's like, I blend in right, right in with all <laughs> of these Asians. They don't, they don't, they don't and they don't notice. And yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's regulation. <laughs> the, the jeans would have <laughs> gotten it. Yeah. in a minute. Oh, definitely. He also gets there and he finds out they have a, the pilot mm-hmm. survived. And he's like, I didn't know. I didn't know there were survivors. Survivors. So he throws him yeah. a, a Swiss Army so, knife. Swiss Army knife. And he's like, I'm going to go disarm this bomb or a missile. Yeah. And I'm going to want my knife back. And I'm going to want my <laughs> knife back. And then he does it. He uh, sets the alarm off. Mm-hmm. He clips the right uh, wire, but it doesn't stop the alarm. No. So, so he, he uses gets, a paper clip he, to reset it. Yeah, reset. He just shoves it in there, and it's it's fine. Because you know, there's always those buttons on electronics where you have to have a paper clip in order yeah, to like, like the, reset you it. Yeah, reset. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what he did. He just like factory defaulted yeah. the missile. It's great. <laughs> so then, what I like about the show is, like you said, is it throws you right into it. Yeah. And right after the paper clip bit, 
So that he had pulled out some tools to do yeah. all this stuff, and but the tools they didn't, didn't work. work. No. So then he pulls out the paperclip, and the, the show does a really good job of like introducing you to MacGyver yeah. and what he's about. So mm-hmm. and immediately after the paperclip thing, he takes a machine gun, mm-hmm. ties it to a tree with a branch on the trigger. Mm-hmm. He takes a book of matches, mm-hmm. burns the matches to burn the rope so that the yeah. gun, when it falls. The, goes off. The, it goes off. Sounds like makes someone, a great distraction over on that side of camp. Yeah, it just sounds like someone's like shooting some machine yeah. guns. So everyone goes to run on that side of mm-hmm. camp. He frees the other guy. Yeah. They um they bear hug one another. He, he makes a makeshift rocket with a flare gun. Yeah, to make sure they can get far enough away from the mesa, the cliff edge, the cliff edge to to, to survive. Parachute out. We also find out multiple times that MacGyver does not like heights. Yes, which is crazy heights. considering he mountain climbed up there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He does not like heights. And what was funny about that scene, too, is he and the, the pilot, they run to the edge of the mesa, and they look down, and he's, like, like, he's like, I hate heights. And it's like, what was your plan? You knew where you were you going. You knew. You had just climbed up from that direction. It, it must have taken you hours to climb up. Yeah. Uh, you had yeah. plenty of time to, like... His arms shouldn't have been working at that point. <laughs> like, for someone who seems to be able to think quickly on his feet, mm-hmm. he doesn't... Maybe that's his character thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, he, he didn't seem to have a, a good exfiltration plan. No, he doesn't. <laughs> um, I think he just likes to wing it. Probably yeah. because plans never really work in the field anyway. And, and then the, it was that point, very early on in my notes, I was like... I think I'm kind of into this show. <laughs> like I'm like I would watch this show just to watch him like rig his little yeah. devices. Yeah. I, I find it very interesting. Oh, it's I, fun. It's exactly. a lot of fun. And the, and the fact that he does throw out science sometimes yeah. at you, like the the glucose and um, the sucrose, sucrose and lactose. Yeah, the lactose. Not glucose. Not glucose. That's Sorry. that's a bread sugar. We're talking about. <laughs> I'm milk learning sugars. things, but the wrong things. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> I don't, don't ever trust me if you ever hear me say, I saw this on MacGyver. I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> then we found out that we were watching this on Tubi. No, Pluto. Pluto. Because our Paramount Plus was not working. Not working at all. Not working at and, all. And Paramount Plus had the nerve to advertise themselves on Pluto. On Pluto. When Pluto worked. Yeah. And Paramount Plus did not. Did not. And we pay for Paramount Yeah, products. and we had to watch a shit ton of commercials. And one of them was for diapers. <laughs> and they're, they're, okay, the diapers, <laughs> I, I, I'm just reading down my list, guys. This is what I noticed. So the diapers, the, the thing that they were, like, trying to, like, um, be really hype up is they're, like, it has a 360-degree fit. And I'm, like, it's a waste. I sure <laughs> hope so. <laughs> And I think they were called like the 360 yeah. fit diapers. I'm like, don't trust these advertisers. Don't guys. Man. These guys are dumb. They that, like to make it sound scientific. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's a waste. It's round. It's a circle. It should that's, that's what it is. If you have a 180 degree waist, <laughs> you are dying. Go to the hospital. <laughs> you need to go to the hospital. You've lost a chunk of your body. <laughs> then we found out maybe the most shocking bit about this show. Okay. He lives in the Griffith Observatory. <laughs> he lives in the Griffith Observatory. And they don't even make... I was like, yeah. are they trying to pretend like this is a house that he lives in? No. No. Because he goes outside. There's a parking lot yeah. full of people. And it says Griffith Observatory. Yeah, he actually just lives there. Yeah, because like, we find out he's, of course, a big brother. Yes, of course. And they were trying to look at Venus during the day. Can you see Venus during well, the I day? Well, I guess with that big telescope, you probably enough, could. Maybe. Telescope? Right? I don't. I don't know. I've I, only ever looked through telescopes at night. 
I've gone to like observatories to like look right. through their telescopes. It was always at night. It was always at night. Always you, at you night. You like make plans to go at night yeah. to go see Saturn or whatever. I mean, can you see it during the day? I don't know. If you have a power enough. A powerful enough telescope, can you? And, and MacGyver has free range. I, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Nobody's trying to do their job. No, no. Maybe that's why he could go in there at that time, because it was like the people who work at night, so he's just like, hey, Billy, come on. Come look at my oh, telescope. Maybe. I don't, I don't know, though. I don't know either. I don't know. But yeah, so then the, again, we're not really clear with who his bosses are. Yeah. Appa- yeah. Apparently, he is a secret agent. Okay. Who lives in the most conspicuous <laughs> house in the world. <laughs> and they land their helicopter at the Griffith Observatory. He comes out in his business moccasins. Yes, as you do. As you do. and No, his nice red bright loafers. His loafers. His... Because I was like, why is he wearing loafers with flannel shirts? <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah. We were like, those are his business loafers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's like, no, don't. Let's get to the point. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to take the Griffith Observatory no. tour. Tell me what's going on. Okay, so this is what's going on. There is a lab <laughs> in Central Asia, but actually Arizona. <laughs> this time it's actually in Arizona. It's actually in Arizona. There are two scientists that are there. They're, they do a whole bunch of stuff at this laboratory. Mm-hmm. But they specifically were doing stuff with like the ozone layer right. or something. They're meeting to have a little tit-a-tet mm-hmm. and play some chess. Mm-hmm. And while they're doing so, a bomb goes off. But nobody knows at this point it was a bomb. Yeah, they think it was some weird accident because the security's so high on it, there's no way anybody could have gotten yeah. a bomb in. I mean, you, we are privy to that information. We know it was a bomb, but none of the characters in the show exactly. know at this point. And you don't know who said it either. Yeah, we don't. And I was wrong. I, mm-hmm. I, I was completely wrong with who I thought it was. Well, that's because you weren't being sexist, honey. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh blew up and there's people trapped mm-hmm. they don't know how many survivors there are but the big big problem is there is a sulfuric acid leak in the mm-hmm. in there and if it reaches the aquifer yeah it will basically poison everyone but yeah. that was one of the things like you said like the show likes to treat you like you're smart yeah but at one point the guy's like talking to uh one, one of the, one of the guys at the base mm-hmm is talking to uh, MacGyver, and MacGyver's like, oh, it's going to hit the aquifer. Mm-hmm. And, like, the his boss, the mayor from Godzilla yeah. 98, is like, whoa, 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 slow down. Aquifer? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we all know what an aquifer the one is. Thing, this is basic earth science. I'm like, how is this guy in charge of anything? <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is basic earth science here. This isn't your different kinds of milk sugars and how they react with acids. That's yeah. chemistry. That's a whole nother level. Yeah. Earth science is basic shit. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, it's like a, if you've been like, uh, there's a volcano about to erupt. Whoa. Whoa. Volcano? volcano? <laughs> You're telling me Slow there's down. lava? <laughs> Slow down, Mac. <laughs> yes. It was just such a weird one for them to right. pause on and explain. Yeah. And we also learned that you, you had a great edit for this show. Because <laughs> MacGyver says, let's just say it's the stuff that takes the flesh off your bones. And, and I was like, no, just say it. Because that's what it is. You don't have to say, let's you just say. You don't just say, let's just say. Just say it. It's just the say. stuff that takes the flesh off your bones. And, and isn't that more powerful? If it, like, oh, there's much more of an impact behind that rather than saying, Let's just say it takes the flesh off your bones. 
But that's literally what but it does. But that's literally what it does. <laughs> so you don't have to just say it. You don't have to just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Be more direct, MacGyver. <laughs> Basic um, debate rules. This is a, another part where I really started to fall in love with the character of Guyver. Oh my god. I, I did too. Right, what was your point? Do you, do my you, point? I can pinpoint mine. <laughs> my point was when uh, she's trying to make her case to go with him, and he goes, Hey, I've got a woman coming with me too. Let's go. <laughs> and I was like, Yes! I like it! Yeah, okay. Uh, and, yeah. and too, I really started liking him a lot when he was like, Okay, I want you to put all of the chocolate into the acid. Yeah. I was like, Wow, he's entrusting her to something really big. But he also set not expectations necessarily, but he was like, uh, I don't want to say testing because that sounds condescending. And I don't think that's what it was. He's like, do you feel confident that you could balance yeah. yourself on my shoulders and do this? And do this, yeah. And she's like, yeah. And he's yeah. like, okay, great. Then that's what we're doing. Then doing. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he just, he met, he kind of, he asked her directly, mm-hmm. can you do this? Yep. Okay, we're going to do well, this. Well, then let's do it. I think the the moment. Because a lot of those 80s shows, they were like, yeah, I don't think you can do something like that. Sit back while I take care of it. I'll just find a ladder. She would, in a normal, I feel like, 80s show or movie, mm-hmm. she would have to cajole him. Yes. In order to, like, he'd be like, like, oh, if I could only get up there. And she'd be like, well, maybe I could stand on your shoulders. Yeah. He's like, I don't think so. She's like, just let me try. Yeah. That would be like a normal 80s. But he just asked her and she's yeah. like, yeah, I can do it. And he's like, okay, great. All right, then do let's it. do it. Yeah. Uh, my point that I really think I fell in love with the Giver <laughs> is when he had his satchel. Yeah. And he asked this guy for a cigarette and he takes the whole pack. Yeah. And he sticks it in his bag. And the guy's like, do you really need that bag? And he's like, it's not for what I take with me. It's for what I find along the yeah, way. And yeah. I'm like, that is such a baller yeah, line. Exactly. It's like, my bag's fucking empty, but I don't know what I'm going to find. <laughs> and what I find is what I'm going to use to like. He's solve. pretty great. I was like, that, he's was pretty really, great. that was really cool, I thought. Yeah. Uh, and of course, he uses those cigarettes, mm-hmm. which I like that he doesn't smoke. No. And like, he's like packing up. But like, because he has to get past like a series of lasers. And so he Catherine Zeta Jones is in. We get full crotch. Full crotch, full butt. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's like camera right down the barrel of his taint. That was great. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and he smokes three cigarettes at once, which yeah. you and I, we're both former smokers, and we were like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm gonna barf. I, I, if I were him, I'd be. I'd be throwing up after yeah. that. I'd, I'd be like, okay, guys, you're going to send someone else now because I'm done. <laughs> but he uses it to make smoke so he can see the lasers. Mm-hmm. He he has to break his favorite pair of binoculars. I hope someone reminded him to buy a new pair because yeah. he was concerned. He was concerned. Those are his favorite pair. So he could use the mirror and the binoculars to mm-hmm. uh, short out the, the laser. And he's like, have you ever seen a scorpion kill itself with its own tail? And I'm like, no, have you? No, Has have anyone? you? I want to see this. I know. I was, like, I was like, I wonder if there's a Google video. What kind of crazy <laughs> ass scorpion is doing that? Like, I want to know, does that happen and why? It probably does. I bet it probably is does. It, is it a suicidal scorpion or a stupid scorpion? Like, is he like, Maybe Ow. it's a scorpion that actually thinks there's something on its back. Oh my God, that's the dumbest scorpion in the world. <laughs> Hey, I never said animals were smart. (laughs) You know, we should... People give credit, too much credit to animals. We really should make that a platform of (laughs) our podcast that animals are dumb. Animals are dumb. Like, I'm just... And let me tell you, humans ain't that much better. Yeah, no, 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 we're not much better. No, we're not saying humans are superior. We're not. (laughs) 
Humans are just as fucking dumb. <laughs> people are like, people are like, oh, dolphins are so smart. I'm like, they catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> they swim. Woo. I mean, oh, they coordinate. Well, <laughs> they don't do math. <laughs> yeah, most of America doesn't do math. No, most of yeah. America does not do many things. <laughs> um, what I like about it is the kind of because, like, I, I'm kind of gushing about this show, but it's not without it. It's oh, false. it has some serious flaws, but I think that's what makes it charming because it is a product of its generation. Yeah, it's kind sure. of like Knight Rider, I think, in a lot of ways. No, way better. It's way better. Way than, better. I mean, it's written better than Knight Rider, mm-hmm. but it's also like, it's got some, it's, it's not without its flaws, is all I'm saying. <laughs> but I thought it was funny that, like, they have a, te- uh, a intercom that can, it's broken. It can barely speak to this yeah. lower level, but yet the rest of the facility is, bro- is set up. They, they're like, just talk and we can hear yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> and their plumbing is amazing. Their plumbing is amazing. Because, like, even though there's pipe spewing water, he just gets the fire extinguisher uh, oh, cord and, and it just goes out. It just goes. Yeah. It works. He uses it to move a girder. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> He just used it. He just used it. I love how the guys up uh, up on the higher levels are like, well, can you just push the girder out of your way? Those things weigh like a thousand pounds. <laughs> yeah, they're like, can you just heft that? Just just move it. Just push it. Come on, nerd. <laughs> and what I still want to know is who was tapping on the metal. No, yeah, we never find we out. We never find out who was tapping on the metal. <laughs> and then we have that joke. It's like, he's like, I, I hear some tapping. Because there was a bunch of scientists in that room. Yeah. But yeah. like, they were all just like holding their he- concussed heads and there, stuff. And nobody was near Nobody was near metal. So I was like, well, was it uh, uh, Barbara tapping I, the metal? She's the only one clever enough there to do something Barbara like that. Barbara Spencer? Barbara Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't even remember her own name. She's like, oh, and um, I'm um Barbara Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I and, you, and you're like, my vagina's a handicap. <laughs> it, affects my, it affects my memory sometimes. I never remember my name. I'm constantly thinking about my vagina. <laughs> it's the only thing on my mind. Sometimes my breasts. <laughs> and the way my nipples feel in this shirt. Because I'm written by men. <laughs> but, um, but I thought it uh, my my joke about the the um, tapping though is like he, he he you know he hears the tapping mm-hmm. he confirms someone's there he taps yeah. and they tap back so then he gets his hose and sticks it under and I'm like then I, I was like what's he gonna do drown him he's like yeah. I fixed the tapping <laughs> fix the tapping <laughs> um another thing I, I liked about the show too was every time he gets presented with a new problem Mm-hmm. Like they come up to like this stairwell. He he he. You know, he he gains a party member, <laughs> as you do, <laughs> as you do in any good RPG. <laughs> and she says, "I know the way down to this yeah. area." And, and I guess it's like a stairwell or something. Mm-hmm. And he picks up like some rebar. Yeah, and it catches fire. It catches on fire. Yeah. Like what? What was? What happened? How did that happen? See, know. they didn't explain that science. They didn't you're telling me what a fucking aquifer is, which everybody <laughs> knows, but you're not telling me how this metal has caught fire. Yeah. There's like little wisps of smoke, and he's yeah. like, wait, hold on. Hold on. And then this piece of metal just catches fire as he touches the door handle. Why isn't the door on fire? Like, 
what is happening here? What is the science there? That's yeah. what I want to know. It's so hot. What is that handle made of that can condense <laughs> that is enough not heat melting. that can set metal on fire? But it's not melted itself. Yeah. But what I liked about the show too is like every time he was presented with a new problem, I'm yeah. like, all right, MacGyver, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, what's? And I'd be like, what's happening, MacGyver? Right. Like, you explain it to me. What, what's going? What are we? What are we dealing with here? And, uh, and then they so they bypass the flaming corridor of death, right? And they go to like where they're doing gas work or something like yeah, that. The gas chamber, she calls it. She calls it the gas chamber, which is mm-hmm. upsetting. That's a disturbing term. Yeah, and when everyone's dead in there, mm-hmm. and. He's like, well, it's a gas chamber, right? You gotta have some sort of vent. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but it's on the other side of the room. I'm and, like, and I was like, well, how does that help anything? You have to go through the gas room in order to turn off the gas. Yeah. That's so, that is the dumbest layout. That's a, layout that, ever. That sounds like a design flaw for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you should be able to vent the gas from outside, outside of the room. Outside the room. <laughs> and nobody inside the room no. did anything to like try to do that. Exactly. They just died. They just are like, I guess that's well, it for us. Got a headache. Oh, dead. <laughs> dead. Like we were, they didn't have any gas masks no, available. No, like nothing. No protective nope. gear. No PPE. Nope. <laughs> Clearly not following regulations. Um, and about that time, it's about that time. It's about that time that they had told Mister Guyver <laughs> that he had ten hours to solve this mystery. Yeah. But but really, really they only had fifty-one minutes but, before they blow up the entire underground facility. Yeah, the they were like, we can't because risk they that. said it's going to seal the the leak of the acid from getting into the aquifer. That doesn't make that, sense. That doesn't make if sense. you're blowing it up, well, now there's tons of cracks everywhere. Yeah, it's all cracks. It's now. all cracks. <laughs> I was arguably, like, it's all cracks. Now. I was like, this is a very bad plan. Yeah, and it's like it's already leaking through the ground, yeah. so you've just. You've you've aided and embedded the, yeah. the acid. Yes, exactly. I was like, this is a really dumb idea. Does anybody else think this is a dumb idea? <laughs> it's a terrible idea. But what's great about this is like they're like, Giver, <laughs> you only have fifty one minutes, and the show puts up a clock. A ticking clock. Like twenty four, like literal yeah. ticking clock. It was great. And I wish they left it up for the rest of the show. Yeah, because then it was like thirty one minutes, and I was like, is there a thirty one minutes left? Like, yeah, like is this like real time yeah. now? Because like I'm like, that's great. It's not unfortunate. <laughs> it's not. Like, Suddenly it's five minutes. Yeah, it's like you yeah. see three commercials, and now we've got five. Minutes <laughs> okay, so then we get down uh, there. They find the the leak. She kisses him, mm-hmm. and then she reveals that she has a cold. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of upset I kissed you now. <laughs> Which is a really funny bit. <laughs> and then they find the acid. He had picked up chocolate from a vending machine yeah. that had exploded. Mm-hmm. And he, we, as we said, yeah. he fixed that situation. They find the scientist, and then we find out the twist. The twist! Is that it was One explosive. of the head scientists tried to blow it up themselves because what they were working on was going to be turned into a super doomsday weapon yes. that would destroy the entire ozone, killing all life on Earth. And I'm like, who's using that weapon? <laughs> yeah, it was basically like a weather dominator. Like it was straight but up But it cobra, doesn't even make cobra. sense. Who's using that weapon? Is killing all life on Earth. Uh, yeah, it's like, because even... Because, like, like, I get it. You want to kill a whole bunch of people, you drop some yeah. bombs on them, but you stay on the other side of the planet. And I understand but mutu- like, mutually assured destruction in like right. a nuclear war. Go ahead, sorry. But, like, 
killing all life? Well, you're dead too, bro. Yeah, exactly. So you can't even use... So you can't even make money off this shit. You can't even use it as, like... A What's your end game? Yeah, you can't even use it as a cudgel yeah. to, like, get other countries in line. Or yeah. Like, I'll blow up the and atmosphere. And they're like, no, you're not. You'll die too. <laughs> you're 100% not going to use that. <laughs> but um, the uh, the scientists feel strongly enough about it that he's like, I, I got me... And this other guy, we're the yeah. only two people who know. We're the I only knew. two experts, so I was going to kill us at the same time. Kill us at the same time. Somehow he did manage to get plastic explosives downstairs yeah. despite. They never do quite explain how he got the bomb down yeah. there despite all the. I think it was in secure. his umbrella. You think so? Mm-hmm. But they do like that Tron light. Yeah, but I'm not sure they were checking for bombs. Like maybe it's plastic explosives. Maybe because he had it in separate. Things. Yeah, maybe separate bits. Well, he's, he's like probably like MacGyver. He probably just yeah. made it down with his lab true. or whatever he had down there. With like bits and pieces of different he, things. Yeah, and they probably have a glass of... Yeah. He probably asked for whatever he wants. He's yeah, probably. He's got carte blanche from the United States government to yeah. make his doomsday weapon. <laughs> 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 Fucking government. So, um, so Barbara Spencer, in a moment of heroism, <laughs> leaps... At the scientist who shoots her. Mm. At which point, MacGyver yells at her. He goes, wow, that was dumb, Barbara. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so sorry. I hurt and he's, and he's like, like, that, that was, was very, stupid. very dumb. You were very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll kiss you while you're bleeding out. <laughs> and, and I'm like, she's actually taking this gunshot remarkably well. Remarkably I well. I would be crazy. Like, screaming my yeah. head off. And she's like, oh, it hurts a little bit. And he's like, you're stupid. I'm so sorry, guy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was so dumb. He's like, I've lost all attraction to you. I only, I'm only attracted to smart people. <laughs> and you got shot. You dummy. <laughs> um, and then I guess my last sort of question about the show. So, like we, like we mentioned before, there's... Complete communication mm-hmm. available throughout the entire facility. Right. Except for where they need to go. Yes. And she's like, if we only had power. And he's like, power? So he finds like the... The water power generator? Yeah, he finds just Because apparently their power supply was in an underground aquifer. Like, <laughs> now like, remember, they're in the middle of the desert. And remember, they are at ground zero of this explosion. And apparently everything is working except corridors. <laughs> yeah. But somehow, <laughs> like, they're, they're, where they get their electricity and stuff is fine. Yeah. That's just fine. Even though the the show took pains to show the outside of the facility from like a mile away and they shook the camera. They shook the camera, (laughs) yeah. Make make us know it's rumbling. Yeah. And even though these two guys, these Mm -hmm. two scientists were 10 feet away from the explosion, they're They're fine. fine. They're fine. (laughs) Their insides aren't liquefied. That's why I thought Barbara was the killer. Right. Because like she managed to escape every single room as it exploded. Like yeah. right before it exploded. Every single room she managed to get and, in front and, of. And then when he says to her, Oh, they're still alive, that's when she's that's like, when she's I'm like, going I'm with coming you. with you. I'm like, oh she needs to get she needs to finish the job. Yeah, yeah. Uh but no. But no. no. She's, she's a, a woman. She's, she's a, a woman, honey. She can't We women aren't known for <laughs> destroying anything. <laughs> Just say that to Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> we don't kill we don't do anything. But, uh, Our but vaginas, you know, my... prevent us <laughs> from being evil. A huge obstacle. A huge obstacle in our body. Uh, but uh, he goes to this, like, uh, wherever they're getting their electricity from. He starts flickering the lights mm-hmm. on and off. One guy in the background, just some dude, is like, it's Morse code. My question is, and mm-hmm. I've always had this question, I'm sure there is an answer to this. Mm-hmm. How do you know when to start 
listening to Morse code? There's got to be an answer to There's that. There's got to be an answer to but that. But like, if I'm just saying like, send help, I need to right. get water. I know it has something to do with dots. It's dots and dashes, but when do you know to listen to a dot and a dash? And like, it feels like you're you're only going to start in. I think the dashes. The I think the dashes are the negatives. So like, when the lights are off, are the dashes, mm -hmm. and the length of the dash is the length of how long the light is off. Okay. And then that tells you what. When do you know a new letter? Yeah. When do you know a new letter is coming? When up, when the uh, mm, true because if you have so many dashes in a row. Like say you're saying like S O S right. send help. How do I know not to start S S E N? Well, I mean that's still. I don't know. I if, I, you, if, you if I if I see a short. if I see a tapper for a Morse device, I'm just going to tap it constantly. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, "What the fuck is happening?" And they'll send somebody. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Really. But like with. I, uh, the lights, when he uses the lights to mm -hmm. use Morse code on this, that's what doesn't make sense to me. It's, because, and hear, hear me out, there's a lot of power outages happening. Yeah, I was surprised. So how does that scientist know it's Morse code? Yeah, it that doesn't just, make sense. It was like, basically, the Mohawk guy from mm -hmm. NASA yeah. just was like, he picked it up right away. Everyone else was like, what's going on? Yeah. He's like, it's Morse code. And um, my thing is, like, I understand Morse code in brief, SOS. Right. And you just repeat it. And yeah. it's like, oh, eventually you're going to get... Right. Even if you start at the O, it's going to be O-S-O-S-O-S. -S -S -S. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, it's S-O-S. But, like, MacGyver <laughs> was saying, hey, everybody, yeah. it's cool. I stopped the leak. I stopped the leak. We have some people down here <laughs> who need some help. Make sure to call an ambulance. And We're good. Laters. Laters. <laughs> <laughs> M-G. Mac-G. And, um... And the, and so then we see the the bureaucracy in action mm -hmm. as they're like stop the missile and then they contact someone else and he's like you want me to stop the missile okay I'll stop the missile hey remember there's a ticking clock <laughs> they have literally I think at this point less than a minute and they're having to go through every single person in the military to stop this missile so it's MacGyver <laughs> to the SOS guy the SOS guy to like his boss. His boss to the military, then that military guy to another military guy. And then guy. that military guy to the actual guys who are arming oh, yes, the missile. Because he goes on the yeah, radio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we need to get this. We're going <laughs> to blow up, guys. <laughs> We're not stopping this missile anytime soon. <laughs> but do you want to hear what other people had to say about this show? No, of course. Okay. First, we have The Pistol, okay. who says this show epitomizes the worst of 80s TV. What? The Pistol writes. Yeah, well, his name is The Pistol, so... It's a pistol. And we know it's you a know. dude, right? Yeah. We know it's because a Because no woman with a vagina <laughs> would ever call themselves The Pistol. pistol. <laughs> I just watched an episode. The scenario was horrible. And the acting, just deplorable. Russian accents were comical. And oh, we didn't hear any he, of the Russian Is he doing, accents. like, a Dr. Seuss thing here? <laughs> He's trying the to make it right. The scenario was horrible. The acting, just deplorable. The Russian accents were comical. <laughs> It's like uh, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, uh, <laughs> break that uh, into song. Or, or Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, <laughs> it must have had some following to be on so many years. The '80s did have plenty of great shows. This was not one of them. I want to know what he considers a great show. Probably the know. Golden Palace. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Henry Winkler's attempt at producing moral lessons is ridiculous. I thought it was a moral there was, lesson. There was a moral lesson. No, I thought it was just. I thought it was science. I thought it was just be sciencey. Is this like why we have so much trouble with getting people to like believe in science? They think it's like a 
morality? Yeah, I think so. I think because they can't separate. They can't separate science from religion. And they feel like feeling rather than a. And so they think that science is the work of the devil because you know it was taught that hundreds right. of years ago, and it's kind of ingrained in people's heads right. that science is like evil. Like how dare MacGyver in yeah. 1985 suggest that the ozone layer is depleting and yeah. causing like climate change? Yeah, exactly. You know, so he must. The, it's they, it's the work of the devil. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess that's the real problem is they can't separate these types of people. Mm-hmm. Can't separate science, which uses your brain, right? And logic mm-hmm. from religion, which is about faith and belief, and, right? And everything. So, yeah, our school systems suck. Yeah, seriously. And we're really, st- I think we're really starting to see the effects of how bad mm-hmm. our school systems have been since like about the seventies yeah. or something. If well, ever- forever. Well, I don't know, because like sometimes you see those like tests that like eight year olds took in like nineteen forty three, and it's like crazy stuff. That I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> if I ever find this piece of trash on TV again, I will gladly bypass it. I haven't seen the remake that is currently on, but I'm sure it's better. Oh, it's bad. No, I no, know. no, no. It's bad. We tried. We to tried watch it watching because we the... like Lucas Till. Yeah, I I really do. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he's I great. think he's cute and hilarious. Yeah, he's great in Monster Trucks. One of the best movies ever. 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 He's like a little puppy. <laughs> he's great. He's great. But so we tried watching it, and it was horribly sexist. I mean, which is way which worse. Which is weird because this show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're just basing it on the pilot. Yeah. Wasn't that. It wasn't no, sexist. It wasn't. I mean, no. I mean, like, yeah, I Before, guess it was eighties sexist. Yeah, but better it 80s, than eighties sexist it was, it was because 80s, it was more progressive. It was eighties progressive, yeah. which is still sexist. Yeah, but better than most eighties. Yeah, stuff. but like I remember whatever we saw of the new MacGyver. It was very. It like, was very sexist. Yeah, it was very sexist. It was bad. So, uh, Joshy says, "Such great memories. I've grown up with MacGyver, just like you, just like me." And since I was a kid, I've loved it. Now, this is one of the rare 1980s action series where the hero doesn't just pick up a gun and start shooting at his enemies. That's true. In fact, MacGyver never kills at all. And this I found very inspiring as a kid as well as now. Well, that's a great yeah. lesson mm-hmm. to for a kid to get out that, of. That, like, a, you know what? You don't need a gun. And you can still be, like, a badass action hero, oh, but yeah. you don't have to kill people. Exactly. And the fact that he does not always simply knock out the bad guys with his fists, mm-hmm. he uses his brain and ingenuity. Yeah. Truly, his mind is the ultimate weapon. <laughs> For and, sure. And the fact that all of his inventions work in real life, although I wouldn't recommend trying some of them, <laughs> just makes the show even more incredible and also to some extent educational. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like I, I said, agree. I would watch this literally just to watch the inventions. And yeah. Be like, oh, cool. It really is like Mythbusters, but like as with, like a TV with show. With a stupid plot. <laughs> well, it is a TV show. But you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah. like a fictionalized yeah. thing. In many ways, Richard Dean Anderson created the persona for MacGyver. I think he did. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that most would agree with me. I would. Okay. That if any other actor were to portray him, it just wouldn't be MacGyver at all. No. Mm. No, I disagree with that. I think it just has to be as uh, better written. I don't think there's any... uh, This might be controversial. I don't think there's any character that can't be recast. I agree. You know what I mean? Like... See, the one, I think one of the biggest issues with, like, Indiana Jones is mm-hmm. people are just unwilling, yeah. including Harrison Ford, to let anyone else be Indiana Jones. And I think the time for that to have changed was a while ago. Yeah. Like, and I don't... It's time to move on. And I'm not saying Chris Pratt, which was the one everyone Ugh. wanted for a I'm done Gross. with that, dude. Or Bradley Cooper ever. No. Like, I don't want them... 
Can we get somebody new? Yeah. Give me somebody new. I'm tired of these bitches. Yeah. These little bitches. I'm tired of them. What did Bradley Cooper do to you? I don't know. <laughs> I know I know Chris <laughs> Pratt, but I don't know about Bradley Cooper. I just feel like I see them too much. Yeah, exactly. I'm done. Can we get new? I want new, fresh faces. I'm sick of this. Yeah, I, I really don't like that thing of Hollywood where mm-hmm. it's like, they kept... They grab these it people. Yeah. And then they're just in everything. Yeah, and, and they just like, kind of ruin whatever they touch. Exactly. Now, MacGyver is the kind of hero that no one can hate and that we all should look up to. The show is both very entertaining and morally inspiring. Okay. Well, <laughs> well according to The yeah, Pistol. Apparently. It who is. only knows how to use a gun to get his way. This is and will always be my favorite TV series. Okay. Now, one thing I will say uh, really quickly before we wrap up is in some of my research, the pilot was apparently really bad. Oh, really? What we just watched. Apparently, it was like twice as long. Oh, my God. And people were like, this is terrible. And they edited it down to a 45-minute show. Oh, wow. And And I believe they even... The director put Alan Smithy, which is that student yeah. people use when they don't want their name associated yeah. with it. But I liked it. Wow, really? So I don't know if this is a case where if we recommend it, this was a case there might be a of huge drop Ron and... Howard fixing Solo and people still hating on it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was that case. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Like, mm. yeah, they really fixed it apparently in the editing room, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I. I mean, I would greenlight the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I would even greenlight a new show. I'm I just glad like... it wasn't longer than 45 minutes, though. It was kind of perfect because it kept moving. Yeah. There was, like like I said, there wasn't a whole lot. In, what, in some ways, there wasn't a whole lot to hold on to. Like, yeah. probably in that 45 minutes they cut, they probably went into more of, like, like who he is right. and what he works for and all that stuff. But the way it was so... I call your 45 minutes brief, which is not really. It went by fast, though. It went by fast because it just moved from mm-hmm. one scenario to the next. Yeah. And whenever Richard Dean Anderson was on is when the show was really good. Yeah. Because, like, after that first uh, Grand Canyon in Asia yeah. moment, it, it cuts, actually. We even skipped over when we were kind of outlining the plot. It cuts to the base, the scientists in the base in the back. Oh, and like, yeah. At that point, yeah. I was kind of like, okay, slowing down. A yeah. Little bit. But then for the rest of the episode, it's just one. It's just one puzzle mm-hmm. after another that he has yep. to get through, and it keeps you interested. Yeah, I like watching him solve puzzles. <laughs> I like watching him solve puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not too bad to look at. So yeah, for me, I green light it. I green light an updated version, but not the one that we currently have. I don't like the one we currently have. I, I because. <laughs> I think it does need, it's not Richard Dean Anderson it needs, it's that morality. It, <laughs> it, it needs that, he's kind of got an aw shucks charm to him. Right, yeah. You know, that. A down to earth charm who's of scientific mind. Yeah. Yeah, you need you need that country hick who's really good with technology. I think the problem almost with the new one, and it's been maybe a year and a half since I watched it, so I might be misremembering. I think Lucas Till's almost, I'm not saying Richard Dean Anderson's not handsome, <laughs> but like has more of like a pretty boy look to him. Yeah. That like, I think Richard Dean Anderson is good because he's good looking, mm-hmm. but he's also relatable. Like he seems more like a real person too. Right. Okay. And I like him as a kind of American, quote unquote, <laughs> American version <laughs> of like James Bond. Right. Like, I, I like that, like, this was our answer to James Bond. Yeah. And 
It, and I feel like... Except not as gross. Yeah, in, in a raw... I know it's a very raw, raw, Reaganomics, right. 80s way, mm-hmm. America. Uh, but it was very much like, well, in America, we're about ingenuity. Yeah. We're about, you know, we're going to do it like this. Mm-hmm. And I think without... I'm trying not to be too nationalistic or anything mm-hmm. about it. But I think for its time, I think that was really good. Yeah. I think it really... Instead of, like, sometimes, like, they're like, we need to cast an American as James Bond. I'm like, right. you don't need to. You got MacGyver. Yeah. And I think he kind and of... And you have a lot of those Italian spy films from the 60s. <laughs> exactly. That made their own type of Bonds. E- e- exactly. So, <laughs> like Bart Fargo. <laughs> I like the fact that he wasn't, like, a, just a straight, like, James Bond clone. I like yeah. that there was seemed to be some thought put into it. Right. On how... We want to portray. He that. didn't have special tools other than a stick of chewing gum. He is Q and yeah, he is the Bond. special tool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and with that, piloting the pilots releases each Tuesday can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I, I just want to plug that my charity miles that I'm doing, you can mm-hmm. still find it uh, pinned on my Twitter page. Uh, uh, if you're willing to do I wanted to thank the people who have donated um, to that. And um, next week, so what are we going to do next week? Are we just... It's on your Twitter page, which is the Cameron H. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the underscore Cameron H. Underscore Cameron H. Or is it the Cameron underscore H? One of those things. Wow. You can find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the avatar of uh, Val Kilmer from right. uh, Real Genius. And if you find mine, it's just Calico Critters with literary uh, quotes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's my you Instagram. Know, you don't have a Twitter. I don't even use Twitter. Fuck that. <laughs> um, so next week, it will be back to you to choose a episode. Mm-hmm. So what do, you, what do we have? I... I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We're going to maybe still try for that. Charlie's oh, Angels. Man, uh, I was on drugs. You can't trust what, what someone <laughs> says when they're on drugs. Now that I'm sober. Now that I'm sober. <laughs> I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, well, Aaron will surprise us all with a, mm. a show next week. Yes. So, um, we'll see what that is. All righty. And until then, we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.